0: life trained me. Seeing other people and like, I want that. I want their life. And then watching what they did, which was seek opportunity.
1: Hi, I'm John Timmerman and I once did a backflip with my pants around my ankles and it did not go well. I'm Rob Schalger and there is nothing worse than a shark during a workout on a hot, you
0: would dance. And I'm Al Coutry and I wish I was a little bit taller. And we are the
1: founders of the No Company.
0: Hey everybody, today's episode is brought to you by Papa Swolio's New England Clam Protein Chowder. All the deliciousness of New England Clam Chowder, but with protein powder, chowder. Anyway, can't wait to try it. I can already feel myself getting huge.
1: What's up, Buzz Nation? Welcome to I'm a Little Buzz, the show where we bring a ridiculous amount of life to business, all while sharing a good glass of whatever makes us happy and sharing thoughts about what gets us buzzed. Fellas, cheers. What's getting you buzzed? <laughs> Must
2: be good. He's thinking. I wrote it in the notes.
1: Oh. But oh, I forgot what I wrote. Well, bold rabbits are oh, getting you buzzed. Oh, yes! Thank you. <laughs> Which I am dying to hear about because I have not, no idea what this is. Or or, or literally a like rabbit, one that bold. steals the
2: shit out of your garden and just steers you down while you're like trying to shoot away? Sort of, yeah.
0: I've got a ton of rabbits at my house for whatever reason. Then one was sitting right by my car, like right by the driver's seat, like laying full laying right out. In your car? No, no, I'm not in my car. <laughs> oh, you said one driver's was, seat. One was driving my car and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I left my door open <laughs> yeah. and it just was like, eh, damn it. Captain. No, it was laying flat Sweet, underneath, like, right? underneath the car. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. And so I like, I was like, oh shit. You know, I saw it. Really? So, Did it run? Oh, it like didn't move. It it just went. Was it alive? Oh, it was alive. It just okay. went like this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> looked at me. Like, I can just picture. I'm not moving. There's a specific cat meme that I'm yeah. thinking about where it's like laying out on its side and like somebody walks by and it just goes, yeah,
0: that. It was and exactly that. And then it like looks that. away,
1: and then it lays back down.
0: I mean, I was like, I was like this close. Like if I bent down and I feel like that rabbit out, wasn't doing well. No, the rabbit was just fine. Although maybe it wasn't doing well because then I then I was like, oh, uh, uh, like go, you know? Because I was annoyed, and it kind of like it didn't move like a rabbit. Yeah, it moved like doesn't sound good. Maybe it was rabbit. Maybe it was a rabbit rabbit. Yeah, no, I already. I'm all done with rabbit animals for the year. <laughs> I started the year out with a rabid bat in my house and that's the end of that.
1: Yeah. Automatically animals are not rabbit anymore. I, got, for you, I huh? yeah, I just don't like nature. Rob, what's getting you bust? <laughs> well, I don't know if I can top that. Oh, I, I tried
2: with a good cigar this week and that was the best I could come up with. Mm. Yeah. Tried? Well, I tried to, you know, be as good Oh, as, oh. As I'm as like, situation how did you with a rabbit How Did you fail know? at the good cigar? No, yeah. I had a good cigar. Oh, good. Is yeah. that allowed on um, uh, it's not. Hard, it's not in the. Uh, it's not in the
1: naughty list. No, just yeah. no alcohol. Oh mm. wow. Okay. Jonathan. Um, DIY projects mm, that I never that have time for. You love so that. like I'm I'm so buzzed about like different projects that I want to do. Like it, we just put up the pergola mm. that uh, uh, Lindsay and I got married underneath. We brought it here, brought it back home, and and put it up. And I put one coat of stain on it. Yeah. Uh, now I figured out it's the wrong width so we got to do new boards on the top to like make it fit oh. our patio it's uh, good looking yeah did you see it well i you yeah. we walked by it. I, yeah. well, I went out there to yeah. i went out to pee and i yeah. was like
0: oh wow look at that yeah. that's new
1: we don't have a bathroom it's actually just in my backyard it works but, uh bugs are bad but it works yeah yeah it that's, <laughs> that's real good yeah, it looks great. Thank you. Um, it just needs to be a little bit longer. So and like I that, probably I got that. a screen door over there that, you know, you guys have probably seen walking in yeah. that needs to go on the outside. Like, shit, I just don't have time for. It. Soon, though. I'm still Soon. jacked up about them. I'm excited about them. Awesome. You love that shit. You're, yeah.
0: you're a natural natural builder. I am natural desperately trying
1: to find a way to balance all the business obligations that I have with DIY projects. Yeah. It's not going well. How is camp? Camp's great, though. That's one of the reasons why I also don't have time is because we're always going to camp. So, I mean, that is,
2: you need a rainy weekend.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we still go to camp anyways on rainy weekends. What do you do out there when it rains? Uh, drink, drink, uh, have fire. Well, not anymore. It's hundred degrees. So even when it rains, but just hang out, hang out with the family, sing in the rain, camp songs, not campfire songs, because camp yeah. campfire outside in the rain. Right, but so you just sing campfire songs inside. No campfire. around
0: a, a small, bed bath and candle. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a fake one. You just switch yeah. the switch on, and it just <laughs> yeah. flickers. It's got the little thing. Yeah, <laughs> Kumbaya, it's tiny. Oh, I love it. <laughs> okay, on that note. Anyways, yes. Hey, Buzz Nation. Are you a Gary Vaynerchuk fan? How about David Meltzer? How about Shea Rowbottom? Constant Schwartz Marini? And more. That's right. Noble 2020 2.0 is coming up April 8th, 2021. Do you want a free ticket? I know how you can get one. Head over to EmpathyWines.com and buy any 12 bottles of delicious Empathy. Rosé, white, the red, and use the code noble 2020 at checkout and you will get a free $250 front section seating ticket to watch Gary, to watch Shay, and to watch all the amazing speakers April 8th. Head over to noble2020.com for more info and we'll see you there. So today's show, uh, we're going to be talking about the worst parts of starting a business. Um, There's a lot of great ones, um, there's a lot of bad ones, and you got to be prepared for both. So I feel like entrepreneurship, podcasts and whatnot always talk about, oh, starting a business, like follow your passion, do this, like it's easier than ever, and while those things are true. there's also terrible things of starting a business that are, could be detrimental to your life. You're not shitting. Not shitting. Not right now. Your finances. You're freaking yeah. Everything. There's a there's a whole load of shit um, that we're, we're gonna cover. We're talking about that. We're talking about that. But now is the time before we get started that we cheers to life, love, lots of laughter, and preaching kindness, love, and good vibes. But also yelling. Nice turn signal. Fuck face. <laughs> <laughs> it almost went out the nose, boys. It's the truth. <laughs> wow. All right, I have to, I don't know if this is going to make it in the video or not, but I have to describe yeah. our cheers. So our cheers started as just a way to tie in that I'm a little buzzed with, we don't always drink alcohol. Rob's not drinking alcohol. He's doing 75 hard. Sometimes we drink coffee. Yeah. But it's more about like what we're getting buzzed about oh. and we look play on words so we cheers, right? Mm. So... Uh the cheers of is always life, love, lots of laughter, which you will hear, but then Al's job, his only job now. We had one job. One, one, one of his jobs is to put in a nice Al. little ending to our cheers. Which it's different every time. It's typically
0: show, a surprise.
1: And we never know what it is. Yes. So that's why it's even funnier. Okay, that being said, what sucks about starting a business? Um mm-hmm. I'll start, yes. because um, this is the fourth business that I've started, this one here, um, and they're all very different. One was an online personal training company, early social media. One was a digital marketing agency, so one was like trying to get customers, one is trying to work with clients, uh, which I know both of you have experience with. Uh, the next one was selling a product. And then this one is creating media. So literally every business is in a very different industry or vertical. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the one commonality that I've seen is figuring out how to be good at everything enough to grow, right? So the fi- you mentioned finances. So you know, we can get into finances, and I you know both of you, you know, can chime in there. Um, and and that's incredible. But like the one thing is like. Figuring out what, you know, what the next step is and how to make like more right steps than than wrong steps. Mm-hmm. In fact, that's one of the things that I hear and understand that cripples most people from even getting to starting a business. Right? Like they don't know what do I do? Like yeah. I might be a good rose maker, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Like, who sells it? Like, um, who do I go to sell it? How do I market it? Yeah. Where do, do I need to go on Facebook or whatever? Do I need a website? Should I go? Like, I know. You know I, I
0: have this ex- this exact same conversation. My cousin's wife, she makes like cup, like homemade butter, mm-hmm. which I don't even I know. Thought you would say
2: cupcakes. No. Uh, she, oh, she makes everything. Lindsay's she's great. sister actually. Yeah, does the cupcakes.
0: She's great at what she does, but she like she just experiments with shit. Like she's like, oh, I'll try this. So she one time she made blueberry butter, and I had it, and I was like. Game changer? Game changer. Like, was like, like exploding head emoji? Like thought to myself, I'll drop emotion. everything in my life and sell this door to door. Like that's <laughs> that's how good it was. <laughs> you may have a tough time today unless you have like a cryo. Well, yeah. But I told her, I was like, listen, listen to me. Like look look me into the eyes. Look me, look to my eyes. <laughs> I said, you have to do something with this. Like you've got to sell it. People yeah. who, just, she was, and she kind of was like, and yeah. never did. until this day, that's our inside. And it's been years. But to this day, that's our inside joke. Because I could see so clearly the path to getting that to, to into people's hands. Yeah. From the first thing. Like, pack up. Bring it. Make a bunch of it. Individual. Go to the market. Get the thing at yeah. the market. Right. I could see the whole thing roll out right right to the, like, online shipping and stuff.
2: Mm-hmm, and yeah. she
0: was just like, ah, God. she just was totally frozen solid. And today, I'm
1: always like, hmm. Could, could have been the thing. That's the thing. I good Like, morning. I guess what I could have said is risk, right? Like, Ugh. so, like, the risk of making the wrong decision is, like, a constant the, the fear I mean, of the unknown. And the different personalities in business. Like, I have friends that are very type A, run very successful businesses. You know, they sleep four hours a night. They can't, like, they can't sleep because they're waking up with, like, oh, shit, did I do this? Oh, shit, did I do this? Like, a really good friend of mine's father owned a very successful business. Um, uh, company in the automotive space, sort of trucking, you know, uh and he had a, a great business running. One day, woke up like, "Oh shit!" Like, I think I'm gonna go broke. Like, I, I don't know if I have enough money to, you know, to. And it, it, he basically had a panic oh. attack. Oh, like yeah. all of this yeah, yeah. built up to the fact he had yeah. eighty grand in the bank. Like. Like, yeah, was it's, fine, it's stressful, though. but the stress just built up so much that he woke up one day. I don't know he literally woke up, but at, at right. some point he like clicked yeah, and it's he's it's like, it's oh my God. And he f- he freaked out yeah. basically to the point where after that, after that panic attack, yeah. he sold the business and retired. Like just couldn't. That's oh, too much. Just the stressful decisions you yeah. constantly have to make. Am I making the right move? Am I, am I not? How do I do this? This 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 yeah. this this. And that's the that's just the fear of when you already did it. But then there's the
0: whole thing of the fear be, before you even start, like <laughs> the fear of actually taking step one. Yeah. knowing which I don't particularly understand that. Uh, that's a whole you know that's a whole psychological thing. But um,
1: yeah, like you're saying, you're risk adverse, pretty good, so that you're you're like yeah, let's do it. I completely if it if, it, if I if it you know, makes sense. Says yes. Yeah,
0: if it makes sense, and it's like. Yeah, like the it's the product is good or the service is good. Like, let's do it. And if we if it goes up in flames, it goes up in flames. Yeah. It doesn't hurt my, you know, like I don't, I don't worry about that. Um, but other people, it cripples them. Yeah, Like the, the idea that it, it will fail cripples them. They'd rather not even try it than try it and let it just go, you know. I think it's even
1: to the point where some people don't think about it. Like your friend, cousin. Cousin's cousin wife, cousin yeah. Won't even go there mentally. Because it's, like, overwhelming. Well, yeah, right. I mean,
0: it's just never, what well, would have never popped into her mind. Like, she's got kids. she's yeah, like, like, like a starting mo- a She's business? like a mom. Like, like the, you mean? Yeah, yeah, the ultimate mom she is. Like, the ultimate everything. Housewife, mom, amazing at all things. But, you know, and she was in the business world for a long time. But I don't think she ever even looked at her product that she was just, like, experimenting with and thought, yeah. Mm. I could do something. With this that. is going to be good. <clears throat> yeah. And immediately I thought of, it. I was like, this butter must be sold. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. But she never would have even thought of that. Where do you think that comes from? You think that's DNA? Do you think that's, you've been in business for yourself for so long that you're constantly looking at that? I don't know. I, I, I really, I think it is. I think
0: it's like, you know, nature versus nurture kind of thing where I think I've been trained over the years to seek opportunity mm. out of survival yeah based on what i want in life and who trained you that i don't know i think i trained myself honestly life life trained me well, yeah. seeing other people yep and like i want that i want their life and then watching what they did which was seek opportunity what life. do you think because you were in i don't business. know the answer to fully though
1: you for yourself too but you also you know you you went back to the corporate world so yeah. to speak did you do you have that did you have that or is that a do you think it's more of a dna thing
2: I do not think it's a DNA thing. Like, yeah. You know, my mom says to me all the time, she's like, I don't know where the hell you got it from. You know, um, you guys know, we've talked about it on the show before. Dad worked in, you know, 40 years in the same place. Stepfathers, you know, pretty close to same, like, same industry. Mom, you know, same type of thing. My brother, same type of thing. And, like.
0: Yeah, where'd you come from? I don't
2: know. Like, <clears throat> I mean, I went into corporate and saw an opportunity. And while I was at that job and started a, a business that they didn't really like, but I was like, hey, the opportunity's here and you're not doing it. So mm-hmm. I'm going to. Yeah. Business number one. Business number two, I, I leave that and I go and I start my own company. While I'm doing that, w- we move locations. And I'm like, well, shit, we've got an office space here. How do we maximize the office space? So I'm like, oh, well, we're going to start a little garden shop. We're busy, busy Route 49 in Marcy. I mean, we got the traffic going by here. How, how could we fail? Mm -hmm. well i freaking failed miserably just because you've got the right location yeah yeah you know it just became a huge freaking hassle Mm -hmm. you know did a bunch of work but didn't do enough work that was one of the shitty things about doing that Mm -hmm. um multiple uh multi-level marketing companies because of what i was doing in the the circles i was spending time in Mm -hmm. yeah oh my god you, you need to come do this, or oh my gosh, you got to come do this. And oh like, yeah, everybody's recruiting. <clears throat> so I'm looking at it. And I'm like, oh, you know, and I gave a few of those a shot. and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, not for you. Not wasn't for me because the then for me it was the number <clears throat> of people that you needed, and it wasn't my thing. Like I'm I'm paddling somebody else's where I got a warehouse and in inventory, lotions, potions, lipstick, and who the hell knows whatever else. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But where'd it come from then? Like where? Yeah, did it, I don't do you think it was
1: that first business that like. I don't know. I think I always
2: wanted to be a part of something bigger than myself. Hmm. And, I, and I'm i like, just the thought of like going to work for the man for 40 hours a week and being under somebody's thumb and being limited as to the what my my income potential is going to be. Yeah. I'm like, who? who the, there's all these opportunities. Who yeah. the hell wants to go work and be told you're never going to make any more than this? Yeah. Because there's only so many hours in a week and you can only do this. I'm like, that's such horseshit. You know, like I just didn't want to be controlled by that. So we all have to go through seasons, you know. So I've been in business and then I've gone to work for somebody else and then, you know, and back and forth. Yeah. But opportunities present themselves. Yeah. And if you're not aware of what's going on around you, a lot of times you're going to miss that business opportunity to start something like your cousin, you know, like.
1: It's so intriguing, though. It's just like. And her family name the talent maybe. there. Right? You said she's a she's a mom, like she like so her, yeah, her focus yeah, like she was in the corporate
0: world for a long time and um, really into that, like very much like and then she just transitioned into being like uh, a mom, you know, yeah. and like you know.
1: That's what I'm saying, like her environment she, yeah, wasn't she,
0: like now she does like babysitting and capitalizes with her time with her kids, but you know, babysits other kids yeah. and made like a little mini close-to-home daycare type situation but um i just like the the level of talent it's like how could you possibly how could you possibly not take that to the next level yeah i, I can't it, even i can't even I, fathom
1: I, I totally i think but all of us can now agree it like isn't dna like maybe there's a piece there's certain parts of it right, right? if you so grew like, up wa- seeing that maybe eh, even that it's still not dna yeah but even yeah i know family companies where the the yeah. kids actually are the opposite because they grew up in it. Like either they turned them up or yeah. having nothing to do yeah. with it or, or they've seen the struggles.
2: Up. Yeah. It's most but family I... businesses won't make it past generation three. Oh yeah. Yeah. True story. They're, they're they'll no. freaking, they train wreck it. Sense of entitlement, you know, the money, the like, mm. you know, all these nuts. things. It's super hard to see a lot of these companies that go past. Uh, I
1: think it's, I think it's my opinion is it's the, it's, the environment at some point in your upbringing, like it doesn't have to be the entire up, like yeah. in- environment you yeah. grew up in, but like if you look at, I mean, it's sort of a stereotype, but if you look at immigrants, like they have a hunger, like mm. like na- now I guess these would be second generation they immigrants. Everybody. Like if their parents or possibly grandparents came over, they they out hustle everybody. Everybody they are more likely. This isn't data. This is just from stories, right. right? But like, they're more likely to have like started a business yeah. when they were smaller. Like, and when you have like nothing to lose, like,
0: yeah, you have no money. When you come with nothing, right? Like, right.
1: Great, yep. go for it. Yeah. You also hear of, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. This isn't like I've heard of a lot of s- very successful companies having military as their leaders, right? Like, mm-hmm. so. Oh yeah. You know, I don't can't even name any off the top of my head right now but like you i mean think black the heads of coffee that- and who's grunt style oh and like, yeah, yeah, yeah i'm saying like like <clears throat> previous military oh background right yeah came background. Out, couldn't, couldn't find a job so he started a company yeah and i'm not uh, by the way i'm not saying this is like the majority of like military you come out but i'm saying something about that mindset for the right you know yeah, person they, yeah allows you to go and be like this is what we're gonna do and we're gonna like be perfect in each yeah. step and do it Structure, yeah. structured Leadership. and yeah you know, Jocko Wilnick like that you, know, you guys know that guy yeah, yeah. Um, you know he's got several different businesses yeah um, he was a I that's, think a Navy SEAL like instructor it's so a like, personality
0: type for sure yeah like it is I don't think you can well what I'm interested in based on what you're saying is like how do you take someone like my cousin's wife or anybody take anybody that's got something that you know like they got it mm-hmm. like there's the pile of gold. How do you actually take that and like force them? So let me ask you this question. You know what Because I, mean? I would no love way. to be like, please, please, <clears throat> let me, give me the butter. Give me the butter. You just, you do the thing. I'll take care of the rest.
1: Well, that's it.
2: That's exactly what I was going to say. You right? can't so force them. Get the recipe. Right. And you take it to market.
1: Right. But and, then, they, you know. You pay her a royalty. Uh, I got one word for you. McDonald's. Yes. That's exactly what happened with McDonald's. Is it? I don't the yeah, know. The two. The
2: crop rollers. The two.
1: No, Ray Kroc or was there. Ray the, Kroc, yeah, the... Um, McDonald's. Yeah. Brothers. Yeah. Uh, created this little shop, burger shop, mm. and they made fast food, and Ray Kroc was the salesman that found them, and then he was like... Selling the... If you watch the movies, the, pretty sheisty with the way he did it, but he did it. The shake yeah. machines. Came in and took that business to you know where it is today, yeah. essentially. So I don't think you can force your cousin or anybody, no, you his you wife or anybody can't. like that, because they're not... They don't, like, it's the same as forcing somebody to lose weight or forcing somebody right, to right. eat there or whatever. In like, it needs to be their realization uh, to get there. Yeah.
2: But. I think she'll get the butter recipe. I've been trying for years.
1: You get that butter recipe. I,
0: it's about production. I can't do the. I can't make the butter recipe. She's got some sort of. I don't know what the hell she does. Magic. It's magic. It is a little magic. Yeah, same thing. Bring, like bring the uh, grandmothers you know, talk and to stuff. Shell
2: little. Bring the, uh, know, bring the a... idea to her. Yeah. Manufacture the recipe. Blueberry. Fucking butter. Mm. Man. She, she done any others?
0: Yeah, she tries shit all the time. She's great. But like that was the one thing. You know, like mm. the other stuff was okay. It was like oh, it was great. But like, but the blueberry we're not butter gonna also. bother marketing it. The blueberry butter. <laughs> I could freaking. So, back to
1: worst parts about the
0: business. Worst parts about the
1: business. Uh, second worst part uh, in, in my experience is at a specific time point, right? So, starting a business, uh, if it's just you and you're in a service-based company, you don't really have to worry about finances a ton. I mean, you do. The basic stuff. Yeah. Right? But if it's just you and you're doing, you're performing a service, you don't have... of the things that a a product-based business or an equipment-based business or whatever has. That was me. Right? That was me. Yeah. For the first three years of our business, I can't say I didn't, like, of course, worried about personal finances here and there, but but it wasn't anywhere near where we are now where it's like payroll is the thing. Like that is Mm -hmm. the single most stressful thing for any small business. That's beyond just one person, yeah. I would say. Right. Um, that doesn't include if you are a, a product based business, cause then I would say either tied or right below that is now, um, cost of goods, like yeah. putting in large orders. And that's where lines of credit and all this stuff comes in. And that's a whole other financial whole thing. Other but world. if you're just a solopreneur that's performing a service, you're a handyman, you're a plumber you're a musician, you're a one person consultant in digital marketing or whatever. Right. One person lawyer. Like all of these things, obviously schooling costs, but like right. running the business, you're yeah. just selling your time, time, time for money yeah. for money. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to make more money, you go work, you know, you go work more. Of course there's ceilings to that. Yeah, I'm not right, saying that, but right. but when yeah. you get to more than one person and it's an payroll becomes one of the more worst parts of that business.
2: Yeah, and, and scaling I think is a big yeah, I was say, you know a big thing of, of I think there's so many of these things fall under the unknown, right? So it, so think about it, it's really why we're doing Noble 2020 2.0, mm-hmm. right? Because people are in dire need of the technical information that they don't know about. Yeah. So if, if you look at most entrepreneurs today, right, they've got two things. They've got an idea, the butter, Ugh. and they've usually got a pretty damn good work ethic. And then they get scared and then they're like, okay, so where do we go from here? I don't know how to manage the money. I don't know how to market, to sell, to brand, to advertise, to, you know, manage people. I mean, all of those things. They, and they, they are just struck with fear. In any number of those areas. Yeah. And and that's and then how to scale. Right. And that's why, you know, like today there's I don't know if you guys have read read the book from Robert Kiyosaki, the rich, oh, Jordan, rich Dad rich yeah. you know, Reading
1: it currently. I don't think I've read the whole thing, but so he talks in the midst about the,
2: the cash flow quadrant, right? There's four quadrants in there. So at some point in time we all started out as employees doing something, right? Mm-hmm. And so, the next step is to become then self-employed. Mm-hmm. So, how do we make that that leap mm-hmm. to get past the, the fear of like, what's the worst part of starting a business? Mm-hmm. You go into business for yourself, like you just said, and it's just you. You're the solopreneur and you're doing your thing. And until you like, okay, I can't make any more money. Until you, then you become a business owner. Yeah. yeah.
1: And know? that transition too, um, I was fittingly enough on a call today with... Uh, somebody who has referred to me, she's, she's just starting out in her own business. So I, you know, agreed to a half hour kind of yeah. talking to her about it. Sure. She's has a ton of experience in the corporate world in this particular area, yeah. sort of consulting more or less. Um, and f- for a long time, you know, she, she had her, uh, I don't know how many kids she has, but she became yeah. a mom, decided like, I don't want to be traveling all over the world for w- where she was. Mm-hmm. And being away from my kids so long, so like I want to back up and more or less like offer my services to some smaller businesses who need it, sort of like a, sort of like a consultant, but like yeah. basically part time with two different yeah. companies. Yep. Yeah. And um, she's like, yeah, I did that for a while, and uh, the beginning of this month, first of July, was my last day at the last company. Like I've decided to go out and just actually become a consultant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now she's not working for these two other companies anymore. She's on her own. Now she's on her own, and she's. You're talking about like, oh, okay, become Mm -hmm. a solopreneur or, you know, work for somebody, become a solopreneur. And then like, there's these Mm -hmm. scales on the way up. Well, she never thought she was going to do any of them. They sort of just happened. Right. So when she became a mom, she's like, oh, this is what I want now. And so that was the decision she made. Then she saw that her favorite part was like starting the, Mm -hmm. starting the businesses out. She consults Mm -hmm. in basically like Hiring processes and onboarding and like cultivating HR a team. Stuff? Yeah, but not Compliance. managing, but like bringing people in yep. to help build the company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sort of that. Yep, that's what she facilitates. She realized that that's her favorite part is like bringing them in. But then she didn't want to be there and keep doing the processes. Right, she wanted to hand those off. Right. Yep. So get it started. Now she's. What's the date today? Like the twentieth. As we're Something filming like this. That, yeah. Twenty days in. Of being a solopreneur, she's like, "Holy shit, I want to grow this company. <laughs> yeah, I want it to be bigger. Yeah. Like, I think I see all these ideas and opportunities." Now like we were yeah, just talking you get a taste, man. So now she's taste like, the "Forbidden fruit." Twenty days ago, I thought I just wanted to kind of work myself and like have my own hours and do all of this, and she's like, "No, now I want to like be a thing." Yeah, I want to yeah. like make it a thing. I want to claw and, and climb and, and grow it and. She's like, I'm thinking about hiring employees already like it's oh, down the road, there. but like she's like going. So this, you know, I don't know, back to our earlier conversation, I think whether she was exposed to it or that is in like a DNA kind of role, yeah. um, she's climbing those quadrants pretty quickly. So what do, you,
2: what do you see or what have you heard from her that she feels is the worst part of what she's going through right now?
1: Well, she talked to me about marketing. She, she doesn't know yep. where to start getting the word out. Right. So that, I mean, that's one, how to
2: do it efficiently, effectively. Right.
1: Yeah. So finances is a big piece. Marketing. Most people think marketing is just like social media and stuff, but like marketing is everything. Marketing is pricing your product. Marketing Mm -hmm. is, everything. um, yeah, is anything that goes out into the world. Yeah. Product development, your brand, your logo, part of that is marketing. Your brand is marketing. Your customer service is marketing. Like advertising and marketing are different. So finances, marketing, product development operations. Like those are the four biggest parts of starting a business that, you know, I think most companies are faced with your product development. If you're a service, that's not your product, but it's like you being a better saxophone, you know, player, like that's your product. Right. So, you know, my, our product is being a good marketing company. So we're constantly trying to become better. Mm -hmm. Your product is, you know, being a better leadership coach and like putting that out. Right. So even if, Jackson Jovi has a product. It's jeans. Mm-hmm. You know, our product is more of a service. But um, her biggest weak spot is that marketing piece, figuring yeah. out how to position herself, yeah. how to f- tell people like, "Hey, here's what I can do for you." Yeah,
0: my my, I think one of the biggest struggles for me in the event company was delegating, trust, and uh, perfectionism. Because like with the events that I've done. The, the level of stress is like it's it's you don't get a second chance right it's either perfect or not perfect but if it's not perfect it's like you get one event nobody knows like it's oh, all behind oh, yeah yeah it's all, all the shit's going down but only you know like it's your job to make sure that your client has no clue what has transpired but I can only do like one event a, a night. Mm-hmm. cuz I want to be there. Yeah. Like I want to be there and be like okay, good. Now, granted you uh, you adjust your pricing accordingly mm-hmm. so that you don't have to do two events a night. Like you know that that's part of the the deal. Yeah. But I would love if I could scale the business where I could do two three big events a night across different areas and I got people that are running the show. That's my that's my wall that I run into in terms of scaling the business is I want to be at everything all the time from the second we start setting up to the second we leave.
1: And it was you, tremendously hard. What do you, um, this is a hypothetical cause yeah. you know, you'd have to, but what do you think about having like a uh, war room situation where, you know, you have people, mm-hmm. you'd, you'd have to obviously find people that you trust like, but just one yeah. person for however many events you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But like you're in the war room. Like I, w- I was, I don't know, It's popped into my head, like with the, the situation Zooms, room, the situation room, oh. <laughs> uh, not TM. And we don't own that. Uh, <laughs> uh, but where you know, you got walkie talkies and things like that. Oh, so yeah, when, yeah. when the person is like, Oh shit, Al, uh, these lights never came in. Right. You're like, Oh, okay. It's like, send the lights right. here. Like you better get them there on this time or whatever. I don't and want like that kind of stress. I feel like that. That what i mean, aren't you even more stressed out though being there and like? No, no.
0: You'd I'm much more, rather I'm, be, and I would like, much
1: rather because I run can, around like a chicken with your head. I cut didn't off. run
0: around like a chicken, but I just want to be, and, and this is my problem, and this is what prevents me from expanding and growing. When I should have grown two years ago, you know, mm-hmm. I, I had big momentum, mm-hmm. and I should have used the big momentum coming off the mayor's ball, which was whatever two or some years ago. I should have used that as a launching pad to like. Poof, hired people and explode mm. and i didn't and i completely was like oh, i don't want it you know yeah i had i had a lot of irons in the fire and i was like i really don't want to have to it's too stressful i don't want i don't trust anybody that's me that's a me problem yeah completely but i had a lot of momentum and i blew it so delegating is the worst part delegating to me is the worst business. part about my business because you know it's so much about trust and like it well everything and it's not just my business. It's so much about trust and likability. And even within the no bull thing, right? Like I have gotten very like possessive over like responding to emails and like comments and things. Like and that's that's again a me problem. Mm-hmm. But like I I want to finesse the person talking to me in a particular way. And it's like, I have trouble trusting other people are going to do that because that finesse point literally dictates how that, how that transaction goes and into the future and everything.
1: Would you rather have, this is a question for both of you. Yes. Would you, well, first, do you feel like you are okay delegating once you, once you understand something or once, once you feel like somebody's. Capable is on board, uh, yeah, I, or do you still it. you prefer it? Yeah,
2: because I've got other things that I want to do, and as long as long as the team is in place, just in general, I, w- I would much rather delegate and, leadership business. You know, get it done. Well, then there's certain things that you can only do, but overall, yeah, I, w- I would much rather delegate. Yeah,
1: I I would say I was like you. Now I'm more. like I you. need to grow. I need to grow in this area big time. I feel like we talked about this before. We did. Where 100%. like, I used to be very like, cause we both came up in the one person kind of world that you, know, you were too in your landscape mm-hmm. companies. But, um, you know, it, it got to the point where I saw that there was a ceiling with just me. And I, and I desperately, in fact, I failed. I failed bringing in other people twice. Yeah. Three times, um, that I thought was going to like pick up, to allow me to go over here, nope, mm-hmm. didn't work. Had but, to come back, nope, didn't work three times. Yeah, I mean, and, and then it happened. So it's well, that's that's it's that's, the only way to grow, though. Right,
0: hiring is the only way to well, grow. You and, can't. And you've
2: got to grow. So you've got to grow, like you said. Right? I have to so grow, and in, in personally, that's 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 Maxwell calls that the law of the lid. So if if you're working in, in your organization and your lid is a five, right on a, on a one to ten. Mm-hmm and you won't ever raise your lid past that, the best your team's going to do is, is become a four. And you've got this person underneath uh, you, and all they're coming up here, you're, you're five, they're four. They're, it's this, constantly, constantly, right? And until you get to seven, yeah, they can't ever get to a six. Right. And so you, you know, it's like you said, you call a glass ceiling, right? Yeah. Like you've got to, and that's where we all have yeah. to... You know, I was reading a, a, an article the other day, and it was uh, a famous pro sports coach and a famous pro sports player, and I forget who was who. But the player said to the coach, "He's like, what are your, you know, what are your uh, your guys? What do they eat for the day?" He just looked at him. He's like, well, "Why are you asking me that?" He says, "Well, I'm I'm always trying to get better." He's like, "You're, you know, he was like at the top of his game, and still." knew that he could go further and get better and do something more. And so he was constantly trying to absorb wow. and figure out what it was to get, you know, to the next level. Yeah. And we all have to work on that if we want to, I mean, unless we're just completely comfortable with where we are and there's nothing wrong with that either. Like if you've come to a spot in your life where you're good, then yeah,
1: cool. you yes. know, Hang where you are. I think for, for me, like the delegation, it's a, it's a daily struggle, oh, honestly, but you do you a know, great job at it. And it's, it's a conscious choice to say, "Okay, I could go do this thing, and I would feel a little bit better in the moment." It's almost like a like drug, mm-hmm. or it's it's like a uh, An
2: adrenaline thing,
1: or um,
2: what, instant what, gratification. No, dopamine. Uh, dopamine. hit. Yeah.
1: It's like a dopamine hit <laughs> to uh, the medicine. three of us. Good Psych thing psychology. we don't do trivia anymore. Whew. I know God, that was that would we have not would have not have won. How that one. stupid. Uh, so that is like a dopamine hit. And I bet you you get the same thing where you're like, I'm going to take care of this problem. Ah, Like I did it. You know, I feel good because I handled it. I understand it. Speed. And, yeah, speed. Everything. I've made a conscious decision to delegate as much as possible to the point where I feel guilty that I'm like putting Pushing too much on my team. Okay. Like I wonder every day and I ask them actually weekly dep- different ones like, mm-hmm. right. Like, what do you guys view of me? Like, do you think I'm like this absent? We talked about this in a previous podcast, like the sure. absent owner. Yeah. I feel that way because I feel like I'm delegating everything away. And then I have to like sit down once a day when I do my planning and realize I'm more valuable having meetings all day long. Mm-hmm. I am more valuable talking to a prospect. I am more valuable planning and strategizing and think of the, these new ideas because nobody else in the company is doing that. Mm-hmm. Right. So if I don't do that, and i get pulled back in, well then it suffers. Oh, yeah. And you're and working I, totally on the business
2: not in it. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, if you're not if you're not roping and branding and pulling new stuff in, your responsibility to them to be the provider and the feeder.
1: Mhm. Mhm. That's a big one on. too. I don't even know if i th- I mean, i think of that that i'm like like i'm taking care of them. I think of that all the time. But that's a good way to put it. Like if i'm not doing these things, like that's if you a You don't
2: sell in clothes. Yeah. That's a disservice to in. them
1: yep like that's a risk to them Mm -hmm. if i'm not working on that aspect Mm -hmm. and like that makes it much more okay for me to tell you know my whatever project manager like oh go do this thing right Mm -hmm. like the gut like the instinct part of me is like i'm putting too much on her right Mm -hmm. or i'm putting too much on him or i'm putting too much on this this team that's my instinct but my like logical brain now is like no i need to do that mm-hmm. because then that allows me to go do this right so yeah yeah so what do we cover worst parts about business finance. so far well, did um, we cover finance really well sort pa- of. payroll it once you get to there um right. I, you know fight of course finance like you know is a, is an issue um yeah. well, it for, all comes under
2: scale like you know the the money, the, you know, the advertising, the branding, the people like it's the growing pains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. The growth, the pain of growth mm-hmm. is usually the hardest part of being and starting a business. You know, it's an interesting question that I always wonder is
0: let's say whatever. It doesn't matter what the business is, but it's a brand. It's a startup brand new. Mm-hmm. Like no one knows about it, but you're damn good at it. Yeah. Or it's a great product. I think that I think that the time frame that you have to decide, like get my product or service into people's hands, like this is just this just happened with my uh, Orkin guy or my my Orkin guy, former Orkin guy. He's like my pest guy, you know, because mm-hmm. I don't like bugs or nature or anything. Um, so I, <laughs> I, hire, I, hire, I hire I hire a contract killer. Uh, so anyway, speaking of that, so his the, he started with Orkin then he started another company with two other guys that failed the wrong partners something happened whatever so now he's on his own again Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and he knows the business he's very good at what he does Mm -hmm. but he came to the house and i was like what's what happened here because you're not the same (laughs) like we're buddies Mm -hmm. but same service same product but i was like what's going on here let me see your look like what do you, do you start a new business and he kind of told me oh, i you know cny doesn't exist anymore and i thought to myself like i wish you would have told me that on the phone instead of just like coming with like a thing on his there was a lot of problems there and i helped him through it right down to the logo but my point is the time frame of executing what you're good at or building up a brand that looks like it's official before you execute, I always am like,
1: you know, what's the better? Like, path? what's the order of operations? What's the
0: order of operations? Because there's Ooh, a cruise. That,
1: that might be the single worst part of business is figuring out the, the order of operations. Right? Like, if you're because that ties something. everything in right. finance,
0: marketing, everything. Order of operations and importance in terms of selling whatever it is, mm-hmm. selling the widget or whatever. Or building this big look around the widget so that you can sell it or Absolutely market not. it.
1: Nope. A thousand times over. Does that, well, you no. say
0: that for everything.
1: Everything. Applied to everything. Selling is the single most important thing.
0: And the psychology of it means nothing. Of
1: the brand? Of the of the brand itself. Because I told him I go, dude, this logo's trash. No, because if he if you know him as a good pest control. You're going to tell every single person right. you know. Call Brandon. Call Brandon. Yeah. And he the, could just be Brandon, the right. bug guy.
0: And that's exactly what I told him. <laughs> I go, you could just use your name for right now. Yeah. Forget all the bullshit and get out there yeah. to don't, your clients. Don't get caught up. Don't get caught up in getting fancy. But I think people do get caught up
2: in that. Like, um, oh, my yep. logo. Yeah. I got to get no. a designer to make it the fucking, you know. No, don't get caught up in getting fancy. Like when I started my lawn care company, I think I like I. like it was a Ford Explorer. I went to a, a tractor supply company and bought like this. It was it was just cheap. Yeah. So I, my push spreader had plastic freaking wheels on it. Like if you hit a bump in the lawn, you're gonna dump the whole damn thing on their lawn. The fertilizer was something the farmers would use. And so you know the the why is that important? Because if your if your nugget of fertilizer is this big, you you cover less square footage, right? So I'm buying shitty product. I got shitty equipment that's gonna, that could, is only gonna last me like a season if that. Mm-hmm. But I grew the business based on me and a reputation from like zero to I don't know thirty-five clients within like three months, and then from there continued to grow, and I took uh, some of the the largest com- commercial clients away from my my Cause prior you. because of me.
1: Yeah this is obviously different for different industries like sure. you can't be driving a rusty old freaking pinto well if that's you're, what i'm saying if you're a like, what's the... commercial attorney right right like there, somebody's gonna be like you where are you spend all your money buddy yeah. like <laughs> well right but then, but you know, like a
0: limo guy like, But there's a lot of broke attorneys locker. that are just getting started that are still driving their rusty honda accord you know what I'm
1: saying? So you're saying go... No, I, I'm oh, not saying anything. No, no. I mean, I'm just saying this is I'm a just strange that, time for people yeah, starting out. I'm using that as an example of like certain industries, maybe you have to like show you have your shit together in mm-hmm. some way. Like maybe that wasn't a good example because yeah. you're right. Maybe there's some new attorneys that are paying off $300,000 yeah. in loans and whatever. But 99.999% of the time, mm-hmm. if you're starting any any business that you can start from nothing... Let's Mm -hmm. put it that way, Mm -hmm. right? You can't start a manufacturing plant making satellite parts from just one. Like, you have to get tons of equipment and stuff like that. So, like, that's a different story. If you're starting from nothing and you're starting your business, like, whoever's watching out there now, like, you're taking the step to go start your, you know, your own one-person business right now or two-person business. It's always about selling it's always about getting the first sale I can I can even tell you from Jackson Jovi's standpoint like we're a product company and so we went the wrong route my background backgrounds in marketing so I automatically went to like let's build up this brand oh, let's make it look yeah. amazing People people gonna want to buy it on Instagram but but we could have we could have done the same if not better in the first three months if we made whatever 20 pairs of jeans and we sent them to 20 of the most influential people and 3 of them wore, th- wore them and then we're like hey you got to try these jeans they're amazing because we got to that point yeah. but it we spent way more money and we put way more right. into it than, the, into the than
2: we needed to mm-hmm. sometimes you don't know what you don't know we've talked about that before like it's it's the hindsight like oh shit mm-hmm. if i if i only known yeah yeah but you if know. you don't do that though then you better you better
0: like Arel was talking about you better understand the art of likability and the art of sales because if you're mm-hmm. gonna really truly bootstrap or you're gonna really you know truly get out there and not have this big elaborate brand or even even somewhat of a developed brand because you there's no money you you're literally starting from nothing yeah mm-hmm. then you better be damn good with your mouth and with your personality so people fall in love with you and you don't need the brand until you can get it right because if you don't have that you surely will die eventually. Right? Yeah. I mean, you, there's no there's, chance if you can't sell. Right. Then doesn't matter how good the brand is.
1: There's even like, yeah, I can use my brother as an example. He has his own, um, he makes ultra light camping equipment, like sleeping yeah. bags. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and hashtag uh, Timbermaid hashtag Timbermaid. You know, he's not a, he's not a salesman. He's well liked in the cycling community and yeah. that, kind of, that yeah. kind of blends with the hiking mm-hmm. community and, you know, yeah. things like that. So like, that's how he has his brand. So he's likable in that community, but he's definitely not a salesperson. Mm-hmm. And I can remember when he first started the business, he like, he was like, Oh, like, what do you, you know, how do you set up an LLC? And like, you know, just should, what should I do with my website? And, uh, I, I even in that conversation went to like, too let's much? grow the brand. Like, yeah. let's do this website. And, and he's just like, dude, dude. I, no, I don't want to do any of that. Like, I just yeah. want to make this stuff. And like, he totally started this by accident like he posted he made something for you know one of his contact one of his his buddies and like mm-hmm. then decided to post on Facebook and then all of a sudden boom all of these people are like I want one uh, yeah. he's got a two-month wait oh. list right now
2: Perfect. for making
1: stuff he makes it like when he wants to so like there it, there's it's all about the scalability and, and he's the okay with that. That's he's the other with that thing. he's like, fine with that. he's
2: fine with that he's not he's not feeling like I got to go buy a warehouse and hire five people to make all these No, he's just all
1: these. doing like, his thing. Yeah. Yep. He'll always be successful. And there's nothing wrong with that either. I think the worst part about starting a business is whatever you are most uncomfortable doing. Uff. That's the truth. Like, I think that it boils down to that because... Because that's the tipping point. Yeah. Or that you know zero about. Yeah, what you know nothing about. Whatever, Whatever gets your stress and anxiety going, that's the worst part of business. And and finances is yeah. is like not my strong suit. Like I've I've gotten really good at like budgeting and stuff because I've had to. Yeah. But it's not something that I'm passionate about. I don't like numbers. I don't give a shit. I sure. barely give a shit about money itself. Like having it and spending it. Like, you know, like it's just not like I'm not a consume. I'm not a great consumer. And we talked about this too. Like I don't love going out and buying new stuff and things like that. So like I'm just I'm just not a good person to like be invested in finances. So I have a bookkeeper and I have an accountant yeah, and
0: God bless you.
1: And you know, they're, they're the ones that kind of make sure that what I'm doing over here on the budgeting sheets, like working. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's natural that I say the worst thing is like payroll and, and things like that, because it's just not something that I'm passionate about. Some, not something that I'm like focusing on all the time. Yeah. Whereas right. I have a good buddy who owns a business that he loves that part. Yeah. He'd, doesn't own a financial company but he loves the finances and looking at numbers every morning and like he's laser focused on that mm-hmm. and he has other people to do the other parts of the business yeah yeah
0: it's uh yeah I mean, it's it's just a it's not a dice roll because it's very it is very strategic but there's a lot that goes into it i mean i remember when i was picking out my accountant i had the, for the first year or so i just had like my like my literally my mom's account and i was like well i started a business yeah. can you help me? i did the
1: same thing with my parents account when I first. and started. then
0: and then when i got in when i when things started to like the wings started to like go i thought i'm not investing in other areas i'm not like i'm not investing in scaling or bigger things i'm just gonna roll with this on my own whether it was right or wrong but what i did do is I moved to a very big accounting firm that handles like all the big dogs. Yeah. And I know, and I I said to myself like, Jesus I have no business with these guys. But I knew that, well, uh, this, this will go down the sort of like, put it out to the universe kind of path. A, I knew that those accountants would have all the contacts for all the biggest dogs in the city, mm-hmm. that I would then be able to like, you know, hey, oh you guys have this, oh I'm with them, oh yeah. And then like those were talking points. So if I met somebody out, oh, we got talking about accounting, oh, I'm with Bonadio Group, oh, me too. And then now you've got a yeah. bond. Yeah. And so I made that decision and it was a it was a great, a great decision because so much has come from that. And I feel like now if my business exploded, it's that's one thing I don't have to worry yeah, about. Yeah, they can handle my it. My account, right. yeah, like they can handle millions of dollars. Like yeah. they understand I don't make anywhere near that. But Yep. Universally, I'm what like, do you do? when I do, I pick those guys for that reason, which that was a good investment for me. You yep. know, I didn't do anything crazy, but
1: that was a good investment. It just popped in my head, like Gary Vaynerchuk says that he doesn't, he's like, yeah, I hate finances. I don't oh, look at it. I don't pay attention terrible. to it at all. He goes, for all I know, my CFO could own my company right now. I know. I remember him saying that yeah, a couple yeah. of times. Like, so it's, yeah. So. The worst there's there's a lot of good and a lot of bad about starting a business. We got you know uncertainty or risk is one of the worst parts. Yeah. Um, fear, uh, you know, f- yeah, fear. Tackling something you're you're not familiar with or comfortable with, so it creates anxiety and stress. Yep. So scale, you know, the order of operations while scaling. You know, these are all kind of the, the things that are the worst parts about running a business. But um, yeah, yeah, but so, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good all T- right totally worth it <laughs> all right everyone as always we're super appreciative for you for Every time. watching if you're watching this on youtube and facebook or listening if you're listening on any of the wonderful podcasting platforms like spotify and apple and google play as always make sure you tune in tuesdays and thursdays eight thirty p.m right here wherever you're watching or listening don't forget to subscribe and follow and cheers everyone to life and business, may we all prosper in both.